Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dishing with Digest. I'm Stephanie Sloan, Editorial Director, here with Mara Levinsky, Senior Editor. Hi, everyone. So, Mara, it feels like every week we're talking about another beloved soap star who has passed away, and I'm so sad to say that this week is no different. So, on November 24th, Lisa Brown, best known to fans as Nola on Guiding Light and Iva on As the World Turns, died at the age of 67 after a brief illness. Now, I feel like you and I just saw her at an event that Martha Byrne hosted, but it was actually in 2014. And I just remember that she had so much energy that night. And it's just such a case of just gone too soon, for sure. I mean, so many of my World Turns memories are tied to her. Lily's story was my favorite when I was a teenager. So the reveal of Lily's father and those powerful scenes between Lisa, Martha, and William Fickner are forever burned in my brain. I mean, Lisa will be so missed. Absolutely. You know, uh, when I was getting really into soaps and sort of educating myself about the history of them, I was a particularly huge fan of Guiding Light. And when you study up on the history of Guiding Light, it is clear that the 1980s were absolutely a golden era for the show. Uh, the late great head writer Douglas Marlin created the role of Nola and later the role of Iba. And I really think it is fair to say that he considered Lisa to be a muse. Uh, she was, as Robert Newman, who played Josh, put it in a tribute that he wrote to Lisa, at the center of everything when he first joined the show. And the movie fantasies that the show staged, which really brought Nola's inner life to life, uh, were so innovative and so terrific and became legendary. I'm particularly saddened that she passed away so soon after the equally unexpected death of her guiding light leading man, Michael Tylo, who played Quint. They are really, I think, emblematic of a very special time in daytime history, and both of those performers left an indelible mark. Oh, here, here, absolutely. Um, I just hope that we don't have any news like this to report going forward. Um, now, storyline-wise, we're going to see some returns this week. The first is to Days of Our Lives, and it's Kyle Lauder who plays Rex. So this should be good news for fans of Sarah and Xander because, you know, Sarah presumably left town with Rex and hasn't been heard from since. Uh, but with him back in town, chances are the secret that Sarah is actually 
missing an action courtesy of Kristen has a good chance of coming out. So we shall see what happens there. Over at Bold and Beautiful, we're also going to see Krista Allen make her debut as Taylor, which I'm very excited about. It's been a while since we've seen that character. Hunter Tylo originated and was the last to play the role. So it'll be really cool to see how Taylor fits into everything going on on the canvas right now. Absolutely. And uh, not to be outdone, GH is offering up two big name returns, Jeannie Francis and Michael E. Knight. So as viewers know, both Laura and her surprise half-brother Martin have been out of Port Charles in protective custody for some months and because they got word that their other brother Cyrus was out to get them. Uh, this week, we will see, uh, we'll see them where they've been holed up. And when news of Victor Cassidine's return reaches Laura, she is dead set on coming home to protect her family. So I am so excited to see both of these characters again. And I had just the most delightful conversation with Michael E. Knight to preview all of this in the new issue. Um, and if that isn't enough, our guest today is also making her way back to daytime. It's Melissa Claire Egan, who plays Young and Restless' Chelsea and is returning from maternity leave. So in addition to that big milestone, Missy also recently turned 40 and marked 10 years since her YNR debut. So let's get her on the line and catch up on everything. Hi, Missy. Hi, guys or girls, ladies. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm great. I'm tired, but I'm good. <laughs> well, I feel we have so much to discuss with you today. You've had some very big life changes since the last time we had you on the podcast. So let's start with the biggest one, which is motherhood. Um, so first of all, tell us how pregnancy was for you. You know, I was very lucky. I always say like, I had such a hard time getting pregnant. I had so many fertility issues, which I've been very, you know, open about. So I feel like God like gave me a pass and was like, I'm going to make this part easy on you <laughs> because leading up for years was so hard. Um, but once I was pregnant, it was not, it was a breeze. Honestly, it was, um, I love being pregnant. I know that's like so annoying to say, but I earned it people. <laughs> like it was not easy <laughs> leading up. So, um, uh, I'll say it. Um, I, I was never nauseous, like not one day. Uh, and, um, and I love being pregnant. I felt really, you know, I'm not drinking. I wasn't, um, you know, I was eating so healthy, you know, all, so your body, you're just so health and you're getting so much sleep. So I felt good. Um, and I really loved it. I really loved being pregnant. I think I like got like a hall pass because of all the crap I had to deal with leading up to the baby, <laughs> you know? I really enjoyed that you just knocked wood as though your pregnancy, which is over, would I know. come harder. <laughs> I know. I just, I just, listen, yeah. <laughs> you got it. You got to, you know, check all the boxes. Yeah. Uh, so what yeah. about working through pregnancy? Like, was it ever challenging in terms of your energy level or in terms of memorizing dialogue uh, while well, your mind might have been a little elsewhere? Well, the thing is, if you remember, I didn't have to memorize any dialogue the whole beginning of the year because my character you know, had a brain aneurysm and was, um, couldn't speak and couldn't move. And uh, the writers obviously did not know I was even pregnant yet. This had been written way before. So it was such incredible timing. I was in sweats, sitting down, not speaking or memorizing lines. Like I, I might as well have been in bed eating bonbons, watching the chalk. Like I didn't, I mean, I had to, obviously it was very challenging acting wise. Like I, you know, I did have to like omit a lot and admit a lot and, and do a lot, you know, I guess eye acting, if you will, but I didn't have to memorize any lines, which is, I think the hardest part of the job, hands down. Um, but then once Chelsea got better, I did have to memorize a lot of lines and, uh, but it was, it was okay. Like I said, I didn't feel sick. 
So I, I really, I know a lot of people that were so, so ill. So I know it can be such a different story and such a game changer. If you're, it's going to be such a miserable experience if you're sick every day. I can't even imagine. So um, I feel really grateful for that. But no, I felt, I felt good. And then when I wasn't in the, in the, in the um, sweats, I was in the scrubs from the mental hospital. So I never had to wear heels. Like girls, it was, it was kind of kismet. It was perfect timing to be pregnant on this show. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, yeah. you're surrounded by so many moms at YNR. Was there, was there anyone, maybe any of your co-stars who you specifically went to to like kind of chat about the pregnancy or just about babies in general? For sure. Liz Hendrickson was amazing. She's been such a great friend. She gave us Jojo, her daughter's um, car seat that she'd grown out of. She showed up with, you know, packages of diapers when he was born. Um, and she just gave great advice uh, just about it all. She sent me like a 17 page email about like when I first told her I was pregnant about like, you know, what's the good DACA talk to get and what's, this is what I recommend. This is what my friends did. And some people like this and I liked this. And, um, that was super helpful and she's just been amazing. Yeah. She's been so great and such, such a plethora of information. So I, I know that you're no stranger to um, a household filled with boys because you have brothers, but how did you react when you found out you were having one? I was, you know, so excited. Obviously, I was just so thrilled to be pregnant. And it's so true. It really is. Of course, you don't. You just want a healthy baby. Um, but my husband and I were like convinced it was a girl. And um, we were shocked and so excited. We just really thought it was going to be a girl. So it, it was just, um, I just couldn't believe I was like having a son. Yeah, it was so cool. And it's like in the family, like my my sister-in-law has two boys. Uh, so we're just, it's just the boy thing, something about it. Um, but we were so excited. I think Matt obviously was so excited when we thought it was a girl, but I think secretly then he was like, oh, cool, it's a boy. You know, he like would never say it, but I feel like he was like, extra, he would have been thrilled with happy baby. I mean, healthy baby, but, but he was, I think there was like a little extra pep in his step too, like that he was having a son too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And we had a girl's name. We, we had a girl's name the whole time. And I never, th and then, and then I, um, and then I was like, shoot, I have to, I have to come up with a boy's name. So it was, yeah, the whole thing was a really special experience. Well, you had an amazing baby shower. It looked like we loved the photos. You looked, of course, fantastic at it. It was thrown by some of your YNR family members. So tell us about the shower and what stands out to you when you look back on it now. Oh, it was so special. You know, it really is such a family here and, um, you know, like I said, so many people knew about my struggles, Greg, Josh Morrow, like it was, I've been so supportive. Like, you know, I had to work with Josh after one of my first, after my first miscarriage, like the next day. And so he was like the only one that knew at that time. And this is like in 2018, but he was so upset for me and so supportive. I could like cry. Like he was just so loving and caring. And like all through my journey was always like checking in, like, how are you guys doing? How's the journey? You know, are you guys pregnant yet again? Blah, blah, blah. So, um, for him to throw it and Greg and Michelle Stafford, and Liz, it was just so lovely and, um, and beautiful. They did a great job. It was over at Magiano's at the Grove and it was just great. And just to have your friends there and to have Eric Braden show up and, you know, Peter Bergman, like it was just so lovely. It was wonderful. I just felt spoiled rotten. Like it was like an embarrassment of riches at that point. I just felt so, um, blessed and, and spoiled. Yeah, yeah, when you yeah. get Victor and Jack. I know. <laughs> I really I know. Like four actors with very, or four co-stars with very different experiences in their path to parenthood as well. Yes. Thing, yeah. So true. Exactly. So true. Yeah. Such a good point. They really did. And Michelle, she was always so amazing. All of them had always been so, I mean, everyone had been so supportive. So it was, it was so great. It was very surreal. 
Now, Josh Morrow's wife actually designed your nursery, right? Yes, Adobe designed our nursery. I keep joking to Josh. I'm like, are you jealous? But now I love another Morrow more than you. <laughs> I love her. She's so special. She's so talented. Um, and she's just like a love, a delight. Like, I just want her to like decorate everything. Good. So I'm like, don't leave, Toby. <laughs> decorate everything in my house. So what was the vibe? What was the vision? For the nursery? Um, we did like a really fun blue uh, wallpaper and um, like blue and like uh, um, like a rust were the colors, like a blue and like an orangey rust. And um, she just did a cute little like reading corner for him. And I like to be really involved too. So like I helped pick the, 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 um, the wrapping paper. What? I told you I'm super proud. The, um, <laughs> the wallpaper. <laughs> Sorry. I'm in Christmas mode. Wrapping paper. What am I talking about? <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, it's just cozy. You know, it's just cozy. Oh, oh, and it's like a safari theme. Like a lot of animals. Mm -hmm. A lot of animals, elephants, giraffes, lions, that kind of a thing. Excellent. So cute. Well, you had a very easy pregnancy, as you described. How was your birth experience? It was great. Like, of course, you know, there are always like hiccups, but um, I've had my doctor for like 17 years. She's at Cedars and she's amazing. And um, I got induced and, um, but I had to have a last minute C-section. So, uh, but it wasn't an emergency C-section. It's different. It wasn't like, wow, last minute. Like, with the baby it had been I've been there for 25 hours and the baby just like wasn't coming he was head down but he just like wasn't coming and so um I was we were all fearful that maybe he'd get stuck so I was like should we just have a c-section my doctor's like you need to have a c-section this baby's not coming so um and 20 minutes later he was born so and it all worked out if you know it's not as bad as everyone says like of course there's a little more recovery but like there's recovery both ways you know what I'm saying so I was like let's just let's cut this baby out of here. <laughs> and it was cool. Cause then I knew like, it wasn't gonna be like hours more. Again, I'd been at the hospital for 25 hours at that point. Mm -hmm. um, so this way I knew he was, I was gonna meet him in 20 minutes. Oh. And like I said, I, I love my doctor and she's incredible. And, and I trusted her and it was all fine. And it's crazy. Like the um, anesthesia, they're all so great at Cedars, the doctors, the anesthesiologists, the nurses, and um, the anesthesiologist took a bunch of pictures over like the thing. So like I have pictures of him like coming out of my stomach. It looks like he's like in a golf cart. Like he's like halfway on my body like this. It's like so cool. Um, but yeah, so that's my story. He, yeah, it was a last minute C-section, but he like, thank God he was um, safe. And we, we were at Cedars for four nights. So we learned a lot from the nurses and, um, and then you just like wing it and figure it out, you know? Yeah, and they just like let you leave with a human. I, I'm like, it's harder to get a driver's license <laughs> than bring home a baby. It's so crazy to me. It's so true that people people say that they're like, like you don't have to like I don't have to like show you anything. You don't want to like you want to test me with something or like I don't know like get, like go through my like criminal record. I don't know. Not that I have one. Not again. This is when I'll knock on wood. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. So yeah, it's all such a it's all so crazy and. A really beautiful experience and surreal. Um, so we love his name, Mr. Caden. How did you come up with it? Well, we want, we knew we wanted like an alliteration, like like a C or a K to go with Catrosser. And we, um, my mom sent me when I was pregnant, sent me like a text with like a hundred. She's like, what about any of these names? With like tons of hundred names in them on a text message. And I was sitting on a couch with Matt going through and I was like, Caden. Oh, Caden Catrosser. I was like, I love that. And we knew we were going to do Robert as his middle name for Matt's dad, who sadly passed away about 20 years ago. So we're like, Caden Robert Catrosser. We just loved it. And it just felt like him. It just felt like his name. Yeah. Well, you're a few months into motherhood at this point. How's it going? Honestly, I hate it. I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> what if after all that, I was like, you guys, it sucks. No, it's, 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 it's what everybody says. Like, it's so exhausting. You definitely have moments where you just like start to cry because it's overwhelming, but it's like the best. Like he's, you know, you think about leading up to it, you think, oh, it's going to be stressful, but you like forget, oh, but you're going to have this like little angel though that smiles at you. And then it's like all worth it. So, um, it's been great. Like he's, he's really la- I was telling you earlier, like he's really smiley and laughy now. And it's so cute. Like even when he wakes up, he just like smiles at you and you're like, oh my God, like I could die. You're so sweet. So, um, but of course it's hard moments and it's exhausting and he's not, you know, I'm up a lot. I've, I'm shocked about how productive you can be on not a lot of sleep. Like I was really worried, like coming back to work would be like, um, I remember thinking like, I need eight hours for the amount of dialogue we shoot here. There's just no way. How am I going to do it? But you just do it. It's so crazy. Like, like cortisol is a real thing or whatever. Is that what it's called? Cortisol? Yeah. That just shoots into your body because you, um, it's, it's much better than I thought it would be like the, the lack of sleep and coming to work, you know? And coming to work has been a true, like I, we, you know, I had eight weeks maternity leave and we didn't have a night nurse or anything, no help. So, um, I feel like I really learned a lot and got to know him well those eight weeks and Matt got four weeks. So I had like four weeks with him and then the last four by myself cause he was working from home, but still, um, but then, um, it was, it was actually a real blessing to go back to work at eight weeks. Cause like, it's such a great job for moms and I can be in and out in a few hours. I never have 18 hour days. Um, but it's good for me to like, you know, like brush my teeth before noon and like not, you know, have adult conversations, use my brain in other ways, memorize the lines, study, see people, do other things. It's been actually so healthy for me. People were like, are you really stressed? I was like, nope. I'm like, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> I left it with this our amazing nanny started and she's incredible and, I, and she's so loving and kind and I trust her and I'm like, peace out. So it's been a great balance to be back at work. <laughs> Uh, what has it been like to see your husband make the transition from non-father to father? It's so great. It's, he's so good. He's so hands-on. He's so patient. And I knew he would be, but you don't know until you like see it, you know? And, um, yeah, he's the best and he's so, so cute with him and so good with him. And like, it's really special to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so who from YNR, uh, you mentioned Liz came by with diapers, like who else visited you while you were on your maternity? Um, let's, uh, Greg came by like day three with a lasagna. <laughs> so sweet. Um, Liz came by, Catherine Bach came by my TV mom. Um, and then I just, and then a lot of texts, like people want to, you know, like Josh and Toby are like, when can we see the baby? And, um, it's just been a crazy time for everybody. But, uh, but I'm sure there'll be much more visitor, many more visitors. I wish I could bring him to work, you know, but with COVID and stuff, we're still not allowed. Um, so one day he'll get to meet everybody else. Have any of your all my children friends got gotten to meet him yet? Not, no, like just a lot of texts, like Alicia, I voice memo with Alicia all the time. And she sent such amazing, lovely gifts. And um, Rebecca, I actually found my nanny through Rebecca Buttig. I owe her big time. Uh, Cameron Matheson texts a lot. Um, so everyone's checked in and, and been awesome. Yeah. So what is your favorite, um, Caden anecdote thus far? Like I said, his, uh, well, well, I did, I just got to dress him up in a newsboy's cap. I mean, that was fun. <laughs> I mean, I had to dress him up as a newsie. Um, I mean, there's so many, like it's, it's daily. I mean, my favorite thing that like I said about him is probably just like, he's, you can tell already he's very like sweet. Like I said, like in the morning, he doesn't even, I mean, don't get me wrong, he cries a lot, but he doesn't like, um, like when he wakes up, he doesn't scream first thing. Like he like stretches and like, and when you peek into the, 
into the crib, like he like smiles at you first. He's like, good, you know, it's like, good morning. Like before he's like, ah! like it, it doesn't hit for a while. Um, I mean, there's so many. He's in three months, he's acquired uh, a lot. <laughs> How long did you own that Newsies outfit, by the way? Four years. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I got it on Amazon like a week before Thanksgiving. Okay. <laughs> I just always think babies in hats are so cute. And Newsies is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I was like, I must. I must. <laughs> we, support, we support the decision. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad you guys like it. Um, yeah. Well, you did mention that you did have trouble conceiving. You did, sh you did share that. Um, yeah. Were you ever yeah. reluctant to share it? And then also, now that you do have a child, you know, what is, can you even put into words what that means for you? No, I mean, I wasn't reluctant. Like I had, like I said, I've been open. I had two miscarriages in 2018 and then I struggled to get pregnant again. I, I didn't share the first one right away. Um, but just because I didn't want to share it to share it, like just to like, I feel like it has to come from a genuine place and an organic place and not like to like, I don't know. I didn't want to share it to like get credit for sharing it. Like it just had to come organically and naturally. Not that there's anything wrong with that either, by the way, whatever comes out, like people feel is organic to them. But I think I shared in that post, I did share it when I had a friend. I think I, when my, that post in 2018, I, I talked about it. Like I had a friend over the night before I shared it who said, Oh, we just had a miscarriage. I wish, I wish I had known about you guys. And I was like, God, I would have told you. I just didn't, you know. And then I had seen this Carrie Underwood interview where she talked, and it just organically was like, I was like, I really feel like I should share my story. Like, if people, like I said, that friend the night before was like, Oh, we felt so alone. I wish I knew. And that just broke my heart. I was like, Gosh, I would have told you. I just, you know. So um, that's what made me want to share. So I wasn't reluctant. And then, um, I just felt, yeah, like if it comes organically, I think it's an, it's a nice thing to share, but I don't think people should feel pressure to if they don't want to, because it's super private and can be very painful. So, um, so yeah, so I wasn't reluctant in that way. Um, and then, yeah, I pinch myself all the time that it, like there's so many moments of like, um, feeling, um, just like hopeless and helpless. So it's crazy. Yeah. I still pinch my, it's still very surreal to me that I have like a three month old that it worked out. Like it's such a blessing and a miracle. And like, I really feel like he's like a gift from God. Um, cause yeah, it was just definitely, I definitely didn't know if that was going to happen for us, if that was possible, you know? So yeah. Miracles oh, happen, you know, miracles do happen. Oh, thanks babe. Um, so sweet. So uh, you said that you were kind of like, yeah, let's get back into the groove. Like, let's go back to work. Was there, a, was that consistent the whole way through or was there a point, you know, in the, the baby honeymoon bliss of those first right. few weeks where you kind of couldn't imagine leaving that bubble? For sure. Like in the beginning, definitely. But I, I, like I said, knowing that I wasn't going to be, knowing I can be in and out of work in a few hours, um, and it's not always that, like actually last week I had a lot of 12 hour days, um, cause it's been wonderful. They've been writing a lot for Chelsea, which is really exciting. Um, uh, I, um, but, but after eight weeks, no, I was really, <laughs> not going to lie. <laughs> I, you know, I, I needed something for, like I said, we didn't have any help. So I needed like a minute to like, just do something that's not, that wasn't baby, um, related or like on my nipple. <laughs> um, and just having adult conversations and seeing my peeps. And like I said, using my brain again in that way, like memorizing and um, which is very difficult in and of itself. But I will say like, even after this past five day weekend, you know, like, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday of having him alone, I'm like, God, memorizing 40 pages a day is 
not as hard as taking care of a baby. It's ta- truly taking care of babies way harder than anything. <laughs> so um, I knew he was in amazing hands, so that helped. But no, by, by the time eight weeks came, I was ready. And you know, we're dark every Monday and some weeks I'm here four days a week, some weeks I'm here two days a week. So it's such a great job for a mom. It's such a blessing, I'm so grateful. Um, if I was on set 18 hours a day, Monday through Friday, then it would be a different story. Like then I would feel awful and have like the mommy guilt. And even weeks like last week was a really busy week. And I, I didn't, I felt like by the time I got home, I felt sad, but I'm always home by bath time. I'm always home to put him to bed. And not every week is that crazy. So if every week was that crazy, I'd I'd feel really sad and have more mommy guilt. but, um, they're they're not all like that. So, Mm -hmm. uh, well, did you keep up with the show during your maternity leave? Did you find yourself turning it on? I definitely tried to, I I saw Victoria's wedding, which was beautiful in Italy, but I, you know, it was so crazy. I barely had the TV on, you know, or if I did, it would be background. It's hard to like focus on anything in those first few months. Um, but like, obviously I still follow the shows like Twitter and Instagram. And if I'd be scrolling, I'd see like promos and that made me happy. It was like seeing your old family members on the screen. So I loved seeing everybody, but I, I wasn't like super in tune with the stories, but, um, I would definitely catch it if I could. And I miss them all. It was like seeing, I'm like, you know, you miss seeing everybody. So it's fun to see them on the screen if you can't see them in person. Right. So what do you remember about like that first day back and using that part of your brain again and seeing your friends, you know, how did it feel? It was great. Well, and you know, and I kind of cheated because my first technical, my first day back is episode is December 14th, but I'm in two Zooms before that, but it's really quick. It's like one line. Um, so I shot the Zooms here. So it was a real slow roll, but my first like real episode episode, it felt great. It really did. I, I, um, I would tell you the truth. It felt awesome. It felt like it was nice. Also, it it was fun to get glam again, because not only had I not done it, with the pregnancy, but even all last year, my character wasn't in glam because I was, you know, in the wheelchair and then, and then I had the medical stuff and then I was in the mental hospital. Um, so like I hadn't, you know, put on some fake lashes and some lipstick and in, in a long time and we're on a soap opera. So it was fun to, um, get glammed again and, uh, and just see everybody, the crew and like everyone in hair and makeup and our, my fellow actors. who I just love you really are a family. So it's just so fun to see everybody and it was a great first day truly I would tell you I wish I could be like it was really hard you guys it wasn't I was fine <laughs> and then I couldn't wait to get home to my babe you know right. it's healthy I really it's healthy mm-hmm. it is yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> can you give us a hint of how if at all uh you yeah. feel like Chelsea has changed or is different from having been away from Genoa City for the last little while I'm so excited for everyone to see these episodes even what I've shot this past month of being back is so fun um, she's changed, you know, she worked hard on herself. She obviously was in a bad place last year, all the bad stuff she did. She went a little crazy and she was very manipulative. Um, but I think, you know, she went and got help and she went, went away to take care of her mom and she's learned her lesson. And I mean, she'll always have a bit of that, you know, con artist in her, you know, she's back with a mission to try to like repair her family. And she knows she did some bad stuff and she wants Adam to forgive her. And, uh, but she's still herself. So she's still very threatened by Sally. And that's a really fun story. Courtney's so wonderful and such a great actor and so fun to work with. So there's a lot of Sally stuff that happens. And, you know, Chelsea's a very um, jealous, threatened person. You know how she gets with Sharon and she's very threatened by strong, beautiful women who are into Adam. So that's going to be a really fun story. I can't wait for everyone to see that. Just good, fun, soapy goodness. And then a lot of stuff with her and Adam. So uh, I'm really excited for everyone to see the stuff we've already shot and what's to come. You had posted like that Charlie's Angels-esque photo mm-hmm. with, with yeah. Courtney and with Lizzie. Mm-hmm. And 
I got very excited because I Yay! really see big soap potential for a uh, Chelsea Sally rivalry. So much good Sophie potential. I love very dynasty, very Dallas. No, I love it. And they're both really strong women, strong characters. Like I said, um, Courtney's so wonderful. I've gotten to know her a lot over the past few weeks. She's magnificent. So, um, and the three of us just went to me, Liz and, and Courtney went to lunch last week after work. So it's just so fun, the three of us together. And, and Liz is so funny in this character. Cause she's always like in the middle trying to be like, Oh, well, um, okay. So, well, why don't we try this? And so there's like a lot of, she's so great with comedy. So it's, it's fun. It's light. It's, but it's also the good soapy juice that we all love and thrive when we watch our soap opera. So I'm hoping everybody likes it. And it's just catty and it's fun. And it's funny to be catty sometimes, you know, we need that. Life gets too serious. We need the cattiness. Mm -hmm. um, so do you feel yet that you've changed as an actress as a result of becoming a mom? Well, that's a good question. I can definitely relate to being a mom more. You know, since I started on soaps over 15 years ago, I was always a mom. You know, I had Emma on all my children. And I remember I was 24. And I remember thinking, I can't have like a five-year-old. I mean, I could, <laughs> but I was like a child, you know? And so it's, and then I, um, <clears throat> I had a baby. I started on YNR Pregnant with Johnny, and then I gave him up for adoption. And then um, had Connor. So I've always been a mom on these shows. So I couldn't really relate. You know, you couldn't pretend because you, of course, know you'd love your kid, um, but you don't know how much you'd love your kid until you have one. So yeah, for sure. It's definitely changed, especially because I've had a lot of stuff with Judah since I've been back. So relating to him as my child, as my son, when I actually have a son now is like totally different level mm -hmm. for sure. Like a little a glimpse into your future. Yeah, exactly. It's very, like I said, it's, I know I keep repeating myself, but it's very surreal. It really is. Yeah, because we've spoken to actresses over the years who, after becoming a mom, said they wish they could go back and play certain stories again with that knowledge that they yeah. would approach it differently. You know, so interesting. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I see that for sure. Mm -hmm. I just want to know if we're going to start seeing Connor in hats. <laughs> what do you ah, in news boys hats? <laughs> I need to talk to David Zyla. Out of wardrobe and just be like, can you start putting Connor in newsboys hats, please? I mean, put on everyone. I wear one too. And Matt even thought Matt's like, is that yours? And I was like, no. You think you can? No, it's on Amazon. You think I can fit into that? I have a huge head. You're like, I mean, I'm gonna try, but I mean, I tried it, but it was too big. I need to think what hat to put him in next. I'll I'll send you guys a picture. That's so funny. Um, so, okay, let's get into a few uh, other milestones that you've marked recently because okay. you uh, you did a lot in 2021. You made a lot, a lot of uh, you know big life moments took took place. And on the professional front, you recently marked the 10th anniversary of your debut as Chelsea. So I remember uh, when you first joined the show, it was like coming off of All My Children. Uh, and a great and successful run there. But what do you think the Missy Egan of 2011 would have thought if someone had told her, you're going to be here 10 years? I, oh my gosh, I know. And even just to, before, before I even answer that, like I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, so I had a baby and I turned 40 and I spent, and I celebrated my 10 year anniversary on YNR. And then the Emmy stuff, like I'm so over myself. Like I need to not hear my own name for like at least four more years. So I appreciate you guys wanting to do this and inviting me on your podcast. Cause like I'm, I need to not hear my own name for a little while. It's been such a, an amazing year. This is what, again, Mara, this is what I'm going to knock on wood. Okay. Like such a gift, like such an incredible year that I'm so grateful for. 
like so much stuff this year. Like I didn't even realize what 2021, like so much. Anyway, um, so I'm just so grateful. Like how, how many things for one year? It's so crazy. Um, but again, I'm, I'm taking a hiatus. I'm going to hide under uh, in a <laughs> hole after this. Um, but yeah, uh, the 2011 Missy, I don't know. You know, you don't, you don't think that far ahead when you like take a job. You know, I was just so grateful. Maria Bell gave me this, gave me the role and I was so excited. And YNR was always like, you know, the, the soap, the number one soap and um, the Rolls Royce of them all, if you will. And um, I, if, I, I don't know. I, I'm just so grateful. Like I think back on all the storylines and all like the marriages and all the lovers and all of the drama and all of the, um, all the experiences I've been through on the 10 years since, since I've been on the show. And it's, um, gosh, I think that Missy would just be so excited. You know, all my children, I was on for four and a half years and that seemed like so long. And now I can't believe I'm, I've more than doubled that on this show. Like, um, I'm just very grateful. I'm so grateful. It's so, it's such a fun job. It's such a wonderful job. It's a lot of work, but it's like the best and the best group of people. And, um, yeah, I'm just great. I know I just reviewed myself, but I'm really, really grateful. I really am. Um, when you look back now at 2011, Missy, day one at YNR, what stands out to you? Um, I mean, I remember just being, I mean, my first scenes were with Kane, the character of Kane in the bar in Myanmar. And I just remember checking, you know, just taking it all in. And I had friends here, you know, Billy Miller was here and he was great and showed me around a lot. And Judy Bly Wilson, who's like an angel in my life, cast me on YNR and all my children, just remember her just showing me around and everything was so new. But I knew a lot of people, like, I believe like Debbie Morgan. So like, I knew a lot of people, which made it really comforting. And it's just a warm place, like this studio. People have, you know, say this all the time when they do guest stars on the show or start on the show. It's a very warm environment here. It's not a lot of like icy egos. Like everyone's very welcoming, and like, and and um, they were. And so, um, gosh, like I don't, I don't even remember the first day that well. I just remember being in the bar set with um, Daniel Goddard and uh, and just being excited to be there. You know, it's crazy. Well, you came into the show as such a troublemaker and as you mentioned, pregnant. Um, yeah. When you look back on that entrance storyline and uh, her role as a spoiler in the Billy Victoria romance mm -hmm. and working with Billy Miller, who you had mm -hmm. had the pleasure of killing on All My Children yeah. uh, and working with Amelia, what stands out about that era? Gosh, just, well, again, just having so much fun with Billy and Amelia. Like, they're so great and so much fun. So... I was really happy I got to work with them. I got to meet, I remember Catherine Bach started around that time as well as my mom, who's become one of my super close friends. She's so incredible and so just wonderful and become a big presence in my life. Um, and, and just, I was just lucky that they gave me a lot to do, you know, and I worked with Michael Muni a lot then that Adam, he was such a, so uh, such a good actor. And, um, our characters had a lot of really fun stuff that year. And, um, I just remember being again, like grateful that they gave me a lot of story that like, gave me a lot to do. And, you know, you, you just kind of wing it and hope the fans like you, you know, these shows are tricky to kind of step into because the fans are so loyal and they've been watching for decades. And sometimes they're just, you're not their cup of tea. <laughs> and I'm, I'm still not people's cup of tea. If you check Twitter sometimes, but <laughs> you know, you do what you, you do your best and, um, hope, you know, just hope people like what you're doing. And so, I was lucky that with all my children, it worked out. And, and same with YNR, like that they, you know, kept me around and kept writing fun stories for me. And um, I've been lucky in that way that the writers have always like, given Chelsea good stories mm -hmm. to tell. So 
you know, as you look back on the years of story that you had, is there one that stands out as particularly special or two that stand oh out? Does that I know people ask, it's so hard. I loved, I loved the lying about the baby, Connor. You know, when I said Connor was Dylan's because I was mad at Adam. <laughs> you know, it happens. And, yeah. and I love it because that's when like, Liz and I, or Chloe and Chelsea became close friends. And then um, Chloe convinced Chelsea to lie about the paternity of the baby because she wasn't with Adam anymore, which was so messed up, but it was so good. And then I married, you know, Steve Burton's character. And then right away he found out that the baby wasn't his. And I love that episode. I thought it was so crushing. Um, and he did such a good job with that. And then, um, and so did Michael. Like it was just such a good little triangle. And then, and then he, and then, and then he divorced me, like as if it's like a deal breaker. It's a lie about the baby's paternity. Yeah. And then I loved the whole, um, with Justin Hartley, the whole Adam Gabe reveal when he came on and he wasn't, at, he was Adam, but he was pretending to be somebody else. I thought that was so good. And he's so good. And that was so fun to play that. Um, and I loved when I was with Josh, cause he's just one of my best friends on the show. So that was really fun. What else? I mean, I loved all the weddings. I mean, I really love it all. There's so many. I have to like go through. I loved when like I almost married Billy, but he knew I slept with Gabe. So he like humiliated me on the altar. I mean, it's just like you can't read this stuff. It's so fun. Um, so yeah, all those, all those good things. And then I really love like what Josh wrote me last year, the whole faking, the breakdown, you know, with Victor making Chelsea fake it. And then you get the reveal at the end. I really like that episode. Um, so, you know. You just, like I said, I've just been so blessed. They write a lot of good, good juice. Yeah. Yeah. Missy, don't you think that with such similar taste in men, Sharon and Chelsea should really just get along a lot better than they do? I know. You would think. <laughs> you would think. They really do. It's so true. Um, one day. Actually, I've had a lot with um, Chelsea and Sharon have had some scenes recently since I came back from maternity leave that are, that are very nice without giving anything too much away. Sharon's been very forgiving to her um, and inclusive and helps her when she was kind of down. So, so far they're getting along, but you know, that could turn at the uh, you know, blink of an eye. Yeah. Get back to me in 2022. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Who knows? Okay, well, you've definitely mentioned some of your co-stars, but we're going to ask you uh, to give us sort of your first thought on some of the people you've worked with and who you currently work with. Okay. So, first thing that comes to mind. So let's start, you mentioned him already, but let's start Billy Miller. Uh, love him. So much fun. My, uh, I call my baby brother and he calls me his older sister, even <laughs> though he's older than me because he played my younger brother. And he, you know, jokes that I just look older. Um, so uh, the life of the party and baby brother is what comes to comes to mind. Love him. Uh, what about Amelia Heinrich? Oh, so much fun. My Amelia, my little um, hippie, loving, wine drinking, fun friend who's, uh, yeah, just, um, I'd say like, yeah, wine buddy, little angel girl. Okay, let's go Joshua Morrow. Josh. Oh, um, my bestie bud. Uh, sports addict, um, lunch buddy. <laughs> what about Michelle Stafford? Oh, fiery, sexy, um, like just sexy beast. So talented, <laughs> so much fun. Um, could chat with her and talk with her for days on end. Mm -hmm. And so supportive and loving. Sure. Uh, Mr. Eric Braden. Oh my gosh. Just love him. An icon. Mm -hmm. Um, so much fun to work with, like 
especially when he's being silly and goofy, which he is a lot, like when he's doing silly voices or silly movements, you just laugh hysterically. He's a legend. And um, I just feel lucky to know him. Well, tell us about working with Mr. Steve Burton, who you mentioned. I loved working with Steve. Like I said, that was one of my favorite storylines. Um, it lasted not too long because then once once he divorced me after the paternity thing, um, he uh, we didn't get to work together really ever again. Like we got divorced like two days after that big reveal episode and then um, never worked together again. But he's fantastic. We had a great, you know, I knew of him for decades leading up to it. So it was really fun having that storyline with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and another former Adam, um, Justin Hartley. Uh, one of my best friends. Um, uh, so talented, so great. We had so much fun with that storyline. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was one of my favorites too. And he did such a great job with the whole Gabe Adam reveal and the Adam reveal episode is still one of my favorite episodes I've done on this show. What about, uh, Burgess Jenkins? Oh, Burgess. Yes. Yes. Burgess uh, was so much fun as well. We had a, he, a really fun story where, like I said, I cheated on him and, and, um, and, uh, and then he found out, like I said, and then like berated me at the altar. Uh, and it was so fun. And then we had a really fun triangle with Justin. Like that was a really, um, great, great storyline. Mm-hmm. And he's from North Carolina where I'm not from there, but my parents retired there and I went to college in Chapel Hill. So he's a good, uh, good fellow North Carolinian. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Hendrickson. Love my, um, my girl, uh, She's the best, um, my bestie on the show and such a great supportive friend outside of the show. And we are going to make sure our children marry each other. <laughs> I was wondering about that. Yeah, ob- obviously. Okay, good, good, good. Um, what about Jason Thompson? Yeah, I love Jason Thompson. And I have not been able to work with him yet. So I've had um, a lot of interactions with the other Billies who are all fantastic and amazing. But I, um, I don't get to work with him, which I would love to. And it was funny, actually, when he first started on the show, I remember one of the Johnnies, you know, their twins who are freaking precious, walked by and I was like, you know, he's ours, right? And, he, <laughs> and he's like, what? I'm like, oh, he's our son. And he's like, Johnny's our son? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I had to like, you know, he started on the show. There's all these, you know, these characters in around forever. He didn't know. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I, this happened and that happened and me and my, blah, blah, blah. And, and, then, and then I gave him to Victoria, like, like a piece of Halloween candy. I just gave him away. Um, but uh, it was funny, like, filling him in. Like, like that's actually our kid. Um, but, yeah, so wonderful. I hope we have a storyline. Like, I, I want to work with him. I want to work with Brighton. Like, there's so many amazing dudes on this show that I still want to work with. So we'll see. Tell us about Peter Bergman. Oh, my gosh. He's just the best. Again, another legend and just so kind and always, um, you know, just lovely. Checks in. He's another person that texted about the baby. Um, He's married to an Egan. His wife's maiden name is Egan. So I joke, I was like, you can't get away from us, Egan, ladies. <laughs> we'll find you. Um, but just, oh, the best. Just like, like a, a legend and just kind and wonderful and so prepared. And I wish I worked with him more as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know how eager he is uh, going to be to see Ch- Chelsea when she returns. But what about Jordi Villasuso, who plays? Oh, again, love Jordi as well. And they're on great terms. Uh, Ray is very forgiving and who knows, like, I don't know if, if that's something that could develop more, their relationship. Um, if, if, if they write Sharon and Adam getting closer, maybe they write Ray and Chelsea getting closer. So, um, we're, we're up for all of it. Um, and he's fantastic. Yeah. I, I've known him since all my children. He's the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what makes Chelsea so satisfying to still play 10 years later? 
Such a good question. You know, the writers, the writers give me so much to do. I know I've said that earlier, but like, I'm just grateful that they, there's always a great story to tell. And she kind of, you know, she can be a little bad, a little good, a little con artist, a little, it gets a little better, but she still has that streak in her. And there's just always something interesting to play, you know, and I'm, I'm grateful for that. And, um, like even, even when the Emmy stuff came out, the fans were so supportive and they were like, Oh, we loved all the stuff in the wheelchair. And I was like, and it was so, that was so nice of them. But I was like, that actually wasn't, this was for the Emmys last year. So I, and that made me realize like, gosh, I'm so grateful. Like every year they give me really good stuff to play and good drama. So, um, it's always interesting. Um, it always keeps me on my toes and it's always challenging and you can't ask for as an actor for anything more. Going back into this trifecta of, you know, major life milestones in 2021, let's talk about your birthday. Okay. Um, so you turned 40. Were you apprehensive about it at all? Were you excited about it? What was no, it? I was excited. I'm always like, it beats the alternative, you know, like a new year, another year on this planet, like is a gift. So no, I was excited for 40 and I feel like I mean, I don't feel 40, but, um, but I, I was excited for it and, you know, I embraced it with open arms. And I think hopefully again, knock on wood, it's going to be a great, <laughs> it's going to be a great, um, a great decade. Yeah. I'm excited for, and like I said, there were so many blessings, um, this year that like, I'm like, wow, 40 has been great to me so far. So I'm, I totally embrace it. I think it's, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. you know. Are we able to celebrate? And if so, how did you celebrate? Uh, not, uh, you know, it was still COVID stuff. So we had a few friends, a few friends over and they pop by. I wasn't going to, I insisted on not doing anything. And then some of my friends were like, we're going to show up. It's your 40th. So we're going to show. And I also had a three week old baby or four week old baby. So I was like, I'm good. I don't really need anything. Maybe I'll do a big trip next year. And my girlfriends were like, we're going to show up with like booze and champagne and food and cake and, and balloons. So we're going to show up at your door anyway. So then we ended up having some people over and it was, and I'm actually really glad we did it. It was super last minute, but I'm really glad we did it. That's really, really sweet. Yeah. Special. Um, and I have a feeling the forties are going to be great for you. Like, Oh, that's you nice. You have the right attitude. You got the baby, you got the husband, you got, you got the, the job. What, what, what could you need? I, I hope so. I know. I feel very <laughs> blessed. I hope it's all, all good. Right. Did you ever think that Matt would wind up on the show with you? Oh <laughs> my God. That was hilarious. Never thought that. And he, he worked on the show twice. Like he worked more than most actors that year, like with COVID and everything. Um, I literally got, you know, a, a residual check, a SAG after envelope in the mail, like last week. So of course I open it and it, I, he doesn't get SAG after mail. Oh, but he does. Because I opened it and it was a residual check to Matt Kudrosser. And I was like, what? Because he, you know, he was the kidnapper and the paramedic, paramedic number two. So he gets residuals now, ladies. Um, <laughs> it's all happening. <laughs> Good for Caden's college fund. Exactly, exactly. Uh, no, he loved it. And it was honestly so special. It was, I mean, COVID actually, of course, was a nightmare. But, but that was like a funny little perk of COVID, having him here twice. It was, and, and for him, he really says, he's like, you know, Cause he's so not an actor, but he's like, gosh, you know, I, I get it. Like it's, you know, it's really um, a rush under those lights. It's like a real adrenaline kick. I'm like, yeah, now, you know, it's like, you know, so he got to experience it. He was taking it very seriously. He practiced his one line. As a paramedic. <laughs> We're here to help you. We're here to help you, ma'am. <laughs> oh, we still make him say it a lot. So no, he had a blast and uh, yeah, it was really cool having him here. That's 
really, really awesome. Yeah. Um, well, we know that uh, our time with you is coming to an end, which is very upsetting. Yeah. Um, but obviously, uh, you know, and I'm sure felt all of the uh, goodwill and the love and the excitement from the YNR audience for uh, the news that you were pregnant. And then of course, with the birth of your son. Mm -hmm. um, so we would like to give you the opportunity, if you would like to take it, to address the YNR viewers uh, directly. If there's anything you would like to say to them. Yes, I mean, I just wanna say thank you guys for your constant support. Like I see it, I read it you know, on the gram or on the Twitter, like you've just been so supportive and I've been sending good energy my way and I truly felt it. Um, it truly brought tears to my eyes, how kind and supportive and wonderful you all have been um, throughout this whole journey. And even like years ago when it wasn't happening, like people, I'd get random messages saying, you know, I'm thinking about you and I'm praying for your you to have this baby or have a baby. And it was just so touching and kind to, to send to someone that you don't know personally. So um, thank you guys for all your support and your support with me being back on the show. Um, I really feel it and I really truly appreciate it a lot. So thank you. Very well, kind. we look forward to seeing you back on screen, which is December 14th. December 14th, yes. Okay, and back in Genoa City. And we thank you so much for all your time today. It's so great to see you and catch up. Of course. Up. It's so fun seeing you ladies anytime. And we're so happy for you. And again, keep those photos coming. Really, Mar and I can't get enough of them. Oh, okay, I will. You I owe will. it to us. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Kate sends his love. I'll, I'll post more. Oh, right, well, have a great day, Miss. <laughs> All right, you too, guys. Okay, Good bye. to see you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to Melissa Claire Egan for being our guest. If you like this podcast, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Be sure to pick up a new issue on sale now and come back next week for another podcast.